Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe. Believe in Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. That's Detroit's number one sports podcasting network. This is the show where we believe in the Detroit Lions, and by the end of this episode, so will you. All the great listeners believe in Lions. I've tracked down the man, the myth, the legend. I've found him. He's back here to talk Lions football this week, and I think he's fired up. I think we got some good stuff for you today. The one and only Lions legendary safety, Benny Blades, is back. Benny, how you doing this week? Derek, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm sorry, Lion fans, for uh, flaking out last week. I mean, I was just extremely, extremely, extremely busy. Uh, that doesn't uh, cut it for me for not being a, a part of the uh, the show with Derek. But I will definitely try to make that time from now on because <laughs> I know you and I believe in the Lions. So each episode, we're <laughs> going to make sure that Benny Blaze can make you believe that the Lions are going to be in the Super Bowl in 2021. Oh, Benny, we uh, we are glad to have you back. It's nothing. It's not. It's not the same show without the star. You know what I'm saying? And then I I might have beat you up a little bit on my solo show for leave me high and dry. I mean, I only left my 90 year old grandparents to come do the show, and then I couldn't find you. I mean, you can't text a brother back. You can't. You can't give me a call. I, I see how it is. It's no problem. But we we are glad to have you. I'm sure you're going to give some strong opinions today, and this is going to be like an ask Benny pretty much. I, I want to hear where you're at with Brad Holmes, the type of players he's brought in. We're going to talk about Dan freaking Campbell. There might be a soundbite that I have to play when we do that and talk about the draft. And then I want to know, you just threw it out there. Big expectations for the Lions. I really want to see where you're at based on what they've done. But before we get into all that, Benny, you know, we got to talk about betonline.ag, our great sponsor. So everybody take a quick listen to Bet Online. We'll be right back. Believe in Lions listeners, you know we got to get betonline.ag in here. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The Masters is here. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free, absolutely free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% 50%. You can't beat that. Welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to our sponsors. Benny, let's just get right into it. Let's start with Brad Holmes, real quick, the GM of the Detroit Lions. You know, he's brought in some football players, he's done a few press conferences. I'm just curious, kind of, what your kind of first impressions, as well as now that he's actually bringing in players, he's cut a lot of players from the former team. How, how you feeling about Brad Holmes as the GM of the Lions? Well, I mean, when we picked Brad Holmes, like I told you, 
I'm, I'm sold on the guy. He's supposed to be an Aussie uh, 2.0. <laughs> and so the go. thing is, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking he's, he's doing the right things right now as far as the Lions organization is concerned. A lot of times uh, you, you have to let favorites go. You bring in guys that you say, oh, my God, why, why did we bring this guy? What did I always tell you, Derek? He brought in a guy, in my opinion, Corn Elder. Of course, he's a you guy, you know. <laughs> and even me, Benny Blazer says, "Why did we bring in Corn Elder?" Even I asked that question, Derek. But I'm not going to question Brad Holmes because he knows, like Benny Blaze knows. You have to have not one, not two, not three corners in the mix to make this team work. You got to have as many corners as you can because the league has changed. It's not Benny Blades, three yards in a cloud of dust, and then you punt the ball. It's This game is wide open now. It's like a seven-on-seven. Seven. And so I was happy to see a University of Miami guy get into the fold, but I'm never going to question what Brad Holmes does within the next, not not just this year, but in the next two years. I'm not going to question. I'm going to see exactly where he's taking us. Benny, I, I'm so glad you got the, uh, the U in right off the bat. I pretty much knew you would, but you didn't give me enough time to play the bit. Now, 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 I got to ask you. I mean, he's from the U. He's he's from that U, and, and we all know it's all about that U here on the show. But Benny, do, do you got do you got beef with Corn Elder? I mean, it's one of the best names in football. The guy can can he was a good college player. He's had a little bumps uh, along the road here in the NFL, but he's starting to come on. I mean, I like this signing for the Detroit Lions. You got a problem with Corn Elder? What's going on here? No, no, no! I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with Corn Elder. Listen to what I, what I said, and I want the fans to understand what I said. We're gonna have to have at least three, four, maybe five decent corners. I'm just glad he went and picked the guy from the U. I, I mean, Corners had his uh share of ups and downs in his brief stint in the NFL, you know, but most, most um, hurricanes do. And I'm just hoping and you, you bet believe Derek, when I get to Detroit, I'm going to have a talk with Mr. Elder. Uh, <laughs> when you strap on the lion's helmet, it's like strapping on the you. Okay. You have to be ready. For any and everything, you got to show up and you got to give the fans of Detroit your ultimate best. That's my conversation with Mr. Elder. Because not only you represent the you, you represent Mr. Benny Blaze. Because I told you, every time there's a hurricane on the roster, we make the playoffs. Oh my goodness, everybody. Benny is trying to set a new all-time record for mentions of, you know. 
<laughs> He's just getting them all in here at the beginning of the show. And, and Benny, can you do me this? I, I know you always call people like Mr. Okuda, Mr. Okwara, or whatever. Can you call him Mr. Corn just for me? Because that sounds better than Mr. Elder. How about Mr. Corn? C O R N. That's that's just no. incredible. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> All right. That was just a request. So, so I, I think you need to have a talk with him. There's no doubt. I, I do think this was a sneaky little signing. And, and Mr. Benny Blades is always saying how we got to bring in corners and rush players. So we brought in another cat to play on the outside. Quentin Dunbar. This guy, undrafted receiver, came in the league, Washington football team, worked his way up. The Worked his way up all the way to being like a top five top 10 corner in the league for a year then he got shipped out to seattle a few injuries whatnot he's sort of fallen off the map again but brad holmes scooped him up to add another corner to the mix and i was real happy because when i was looking at the roster mr okuda ao and then a lot of sketchy you know depth players so to add these two guys i think it really bolsters them and allows them to go into the draft a little bit more wide open yeah they can take a corner or they could maybe lean against it if they have real confidence in these guys. So look out for Quentin Dunbar, Benny. I think that's going to be a really nice signing as well. Maybe the best one that Brad Holmes has made if he's healthy and ready to go. Yeah, like I said, you know, I'm not I'm not going to question Mr. Holmes. He's uh, really he's he's putting together some some unique <laughs> um, picks right now, and. Uh, I'm just waiting to see, Derek, I really am, draft day. I, 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 if there's a corner there, if there's an outside rush guy there, if there's that big, massive offensive tackle there, or if there's Mr. Kyle Pitts there, I'm just waiting to see which one he's going to choose. So yep. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just – you're getting ahead of us, Benny. We'll get to the draft, but I agree with you. That's going to be his true test right there is, is what he does. But just looking at guys he brought in, I mean, he, he signed Romeo Quara. He brought in Michael Brockers. He's brought in a lot of speed at receiver. we got a guy named Alex Anzalone from the uh, Saints who Dan freaking Campbell knows well. Guy that can run, played at Florida. you one of your favorite schools, I'm sure. Brought in, I mean, these corners now and even a, a veteran-type safety from, from the Bills, like – not to mention Jared Goff and all the draft picks he acquired. So in regards to Brad Holmes, like I've been really pleasantly surprised. I, I have put the question mark out there that, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to see if after the draft is over, if I'm like, oh, man, I just love what he did. Love how he moved around the board. Love that he um, here you go, Benny, got value <laughs> with his picks and was able to work the draft board as well as some premier players from big schools. I mean, if he does that, I'm going to be really excited. I just hope by the end of the draft weekend that I'm not sitting there scratching my head on a few picks saying like, Ugh, that guy was so far down the board or, oh man, like, you know, I just don't know what he sees in that guy or how does that guy fit? I really hope he hits a home run. And like you say, we'll see in a few weeks here and we'll talk about that a little bit more in the show. But Brad Holmes, from who he's acquired, the type of guy he is, he just seems so much more personable, so much more... Um, just like a guy that can recruit free agents, a guy that can 
identify talent regardless of what scheme or coach you know what I mean it just seems like a really good guy that way so I'm on his side I like how you said too a couple years just let him sort of build that foundation and then let it play out so I'm with you on all that he's got me real excited as a GM I think uh, definitely going to give him a shot and really hope that his plan as he keeps talking about really comes together that, that, that's the whole scenario. You, you got to let a guy work his plan. I mean, when, uh, we've, we've had some failed GMs over the past, and, you know, we often question, man, what is he doing? I'm not going to call any names, but remember that GM that picked three wide receivers <laughs> in a row with the first pick? <laughs> Unfortunately, that that was right when I started to become a fan, Benny. I was I was a ball player, as you know. I was a hooper back in my day, but I started to become the Lions fan right when that uh, GM that we shall not name uh, came in, and and uh, yeah, then I had I've had all these years wow. of of tough Lions football to watch. So I never got to watch thirty six out there do his thing, but uh, glad I get to talk to you each week about it. So I mean, let, let me put you on the spot a little bit because that's what I like to do on the show. Brad Holmes's plan. Do you have an idea of what it is in broad strokes? Is it bring in speed? Is it to bring in athletes? Is it to get guys with that grit and character? Like, what what do you think the the big ideas are on this plan to build the Lions into? Like, not just a winner for a year or two, but long long term. Well, right now I'm just you know on a broad picture. I'm I'm trying to. <laughs> Derek, I sat here and tried to narrow it down to, well, what is he going for? Is he going for speed? Is he going for athleticism? Right now, I, I just think he's trying to bring in guys of character and build it from that perspective. Because in knowing Mr. Elder down in Miami, Mr. Corn, everybody used to. No, Mr. Elder. Everybody <laughs> used to brag about how, you know, he was a team player, you know, he, he show up early, leave late. And so if he's bringing in guys of his caliber, I, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, it's just that old lunch pail mentality. You, you got to bring in guys who really want to play the game of football. We've talked about this before. You got guys that want the hustle and bustle and they want the money that comes from the game. But are you going to put your heart and soul into a game that's going to give you a reward at the end? And, and so I'm, I'm really, really waiting to see how the rest of this whole thing plays out because I don't really know much about the other draft. I mean, free agents that he's brought in thus far, you know, I just only because, you know, me, I had to call down there and find out, I mean, what is the big deal? With, you know, I, I didn't know Corn Elder. <laughs> yes, he played, you know, at my beloved you, but I, for me, I had to find out what, what is the deal? What, what are we as a Lions organization trying to do? Are we, I mean, is we're bringing in guys that's going to fill holes for us. We're bringing in guys that's going to challenge people to make, you know, Mr. Okuda better. You know, <laughs> since we were talking about Mr. Elder, 
And so my whole thing is I'm I'm waiting to see exactly how all of this is going to tie together, you know, because I don't want to jump ahead of the game before the draft. He said he's going to build his organization through the draft. So maybe right now we're just filling in some holes that, that we may need. Benny, let me ask a quick follow-up. Just give me a quick couple answers here. Do you have a uh, the direct hotline to the Allen Park headquarters? I mean, it sounds like anything you want to know instead of jumping on Google or calling me up or, or doing your research, you just call up Allen Park headquarters looking for 54 for answers. Has he called you back yet, and is that what you do? You just dial him up uh, right away and see what's going on? Boy, I wish I did have that, you know, that bat line. <laughs> that that would be wonderful, Derek, because I, I, I would be like you. I, I would have all these big things on my walls. Derek, that's what, that's what I'm about to do. I'm about to send you a picture of of my um studio in my in my bedroom. Yeah. And there's nothing but me on the walls. There's a Instagram <laughs> board and all of that. I'm just waiting for draft day. And if you can Get me one of those direct lines over there. I would really, 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 really <laughs> appreciate that, Derek. Work on that, okay? Okay, I, I will. I, I thought I thought you and the secretary over there had were on a first name basis because every time I ask you, you, go, well, I called up there and I left a message, but I haven't heard back yet. I mean, like what I do, Benny, if I want to know about a player they brought in or who they might draft, you know, I, I go ahead and put in that work and, and figure it out. But uh, I thought you you just call them up and say, I'd like to speak, speak to Mr. Spielman, please. And then that's where your info comes here on the show. That, that's what I thought. And, and my follow-up to that is I still think you got a, you got beef with Mr. Corn. I, I don't know if something happened in South Florida or if this guy did you wrong in some way, but I think there's something going on here. I, I don't know what it is, but it's just a, a feeling I have. There, there, <laughs> there's, if you play for the U, trust me, that brotherhood is deep. Okay. Okay. I just feel like there's something. Anybody, there. I feel like you don't believe in him or like you don't like no, him. I don't know what's going on. No, there, there. Just like you like to play that um, that that anthem from that other school up north. You know, I I ain't, I ain't mad with y'all, but our brotherhood runs. Don't don't do that. <laughs> All right, sorry. What were you saying? Oh yeah, you you, you were talking about the U again. That was the remix. I I got two on there for there, you. I'm here. Here's the problem. <laughs> there's there's never going to be a beef with a person that wore that U on the side of the helmet. Now, anybody who's ever played for my beloved Lions. And they came from the U. You better believe, yeah, I'm going to go have that conversation with them. Because I, people, they, 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 I mean, you have no idea how much flack I get down here for being a Lions fan. And when you're in Detroit, it's a lunch pail mentality. I keep, he's going to, it's, it's, it's not the 305. You know, I, I think he went out to Carolina or wherever the freak he went to. But I just need to talk to him and let him know 
You're in the D now. Lunch pill mentality. It ain't no bikinis on the beach and all that <laughs> foo-foo stuff. Okay? So don't 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 get it twisted. I ain't got no beef for the young man. I just gotta have a talk with him. You in the D now. <laughs> okay. We gotta have right, a lunch well, mentality, young man. Well, go ahead and, and call that that one eight hundred Allen Park uh, headquarters in the line you got there. Talk to Susie and say I, I need Mister Corn to be there at two p.m. You're gonna show up and, and give him a talk or two. That's that's what you got to do. But Benny. We got so much more to talk about. We haven't even talked about Dan Campbell yet, but we got to get our other great sponsors in here, and then we'll talk about Dan Campbell, the draft. At least I hope so. I mean, you might just talk about the U for another 30 minutes. I don't know. But uh, let's go ahead and get our other great sponsor in here, and that's Sunday Scaries. Everybody, take a quick break, tell you about them. We'll be right back. I want to get one of our new great sponsors in here, and that's Sunday Scaries, one of the new great sponsors here at the Believe Podcast Network. And and Benny, I know I I hear you got something to say here about this new sponsor, new product we got going. Listen, Derek, everybody knows I don't relax well. With my crazy life, it's just hard for me to shut off my brain and chill. I overthink, I get easily stressed out. It just freaking sucks. So I did my homework and found Sunday Scaries, which are delicious and vitamin boosted CBD gummies. <laughs> they become must have in my daily routine. You know what? And they chill me out in just about 20 minutes. Basically, they help me take the edge off so I can maintain my composure and live scare free mr blades you might have to take a couple of those before the show so we can calm you down sometimes when you get all fired up you're a little subdued here on the show today so i either got to get you fired up or you might need to uh maybe these sunday scaries are working for you but here's the thing there's no risk to buy this company offers a 100 percent lifetime money back guarantee if the product's not for you that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is the stress-free relieved business, not the stress-free causing business. I got you here with a 25% off prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code BELIEVE. You know how that's spelled, B-L-E-A-V, for your discount. I mean, that's the promo code BELIEVE and get your 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're freaking amazing. You won't regret joining their squad. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to our sponsors. We were going to try to get Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes in that first segment, but Benny kept bringing up the U. He's obviously got issues with Corn Elder. He's talking to Susie over there at the Allen Park headquarters because, you know, his man 54 won't won't answer a voicemail or won't text him back. I don't know. Kind of like Benny won't text me back half the time when I'm trying to get him on the show. But Benny, we got to keep this thing moving. So I need to bring that juice. I need you to bring that energy. We got to roll right here because you need juice when you're talking about this next guy, I don't know if you've heard of him, Benny, but his name is Dan Campbell. Dan freaking Campbell. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right. That's going to be the mentality. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Benny, there was this video that went out on DetroitLions.com. I didn't send it to you. I'm sure you didn't see it. But Dan freaking Campbell went to the Ford plant 
And he couldn't have been cooler, man. He was hanging out with the workers. He had a big speech with these uh, Ford frontline plant people saying, hey, you know, we're getting this together. We're fighting for you guys. He had him sign a hat and he said, I'm put that in my office. That's going to remind me who, who we're playing for. That lunch pail mentality that you talked about. And I think Dan Campbell is bringing a lot to this team before he ever gets on at one practice field. And that's a sense of entertainment value. He's bringing that. He's already a legend when it comes to his press conferences and his interviews. He's got a sense of a, just a realness about him and moxie that I think is invaluable. He's galvanizing sort of the city, the team, the fan base. I've, I've heard fans on Twitter. You can find me at Derek Oakry on Twitter. They're just like, Dan Campbell's one of my favorite coaches already. I mean, just based on who he is and, and how he sounds and, and what he's about. I, I want to throw it to you, Mr. Blades. Like, you've heard this guy talk. You know, he's had enough of this. You know what? But I think he's excited and he's got me excited. What say you about Dan freaking Campbell? You thought I went away, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Here's the thing. I love uh ex-player that who gets his opportunity to be a head coach in this NFL league. Because here's the problem. These young kids don't understand what it really takes to be a consummate professional. And I'm really, really, really hoping and praying that he's going to live up to those expectations as a former player. Hold those guys accountable. That's the bottom line. We ain't taking none of that crap. Now, everything right now sounds hunky-dory. I love him going, being a part of the beloved community. You got to get those guys back in the stands. Now, what's going to make him a fan favorite? Here's why the people of Detroit are loving him right now. He's telling them what they want. They want a winner. Man, Derek, I wish you would have been around to see that city when we were winning. Detroit is hungry. That city deserves winners. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love and I'm going to forever be a Lions fan. Forever. Honolulu Blue and Silver. Not that cheap crap they try to do. That Honolulu Blue and Silver. Yeah. I bleed that. Now, if he's going to hold these young kids accountable, not talking about, no, no, no. I hurt my toe so I can't play for freaking <laughs> 10 weeks. No, uh, I don't want to hear that. What do you mean you hurt your toe? <laughs> Especially if the pinky toe. No, 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 no. We ain't having none of that crap. We're not having that, Derek. <laughs> we signed you to be a ball player. 
be a ball player. <laughs> if not, get his butt up out of here. On with the Knicks. Oh, Benny, let, let me let me say a couple of things. First of all, everybody listening, like I love it when Benny Blades gives an impassionate speech. I mean, this guy, he he makes me laugh every week. There's no question. But Benny, when you take those long pauses and you get all fired up or you're almost motivating like you're in the in the middle of a huddle, it, it's always great to listen to. I just sit back here, put my mic on mute and just enjoy some of these takes you have now. Sometimes I'll tell Benny, hey, we, we, we got to keep this thing rolling. We got to do a little rapid fire. But there's nothing better than a big, impassioned Benny Blade speech. And, and I'm right with you on that with Dan Campbell. I feel like he's he's telling the fans what they want to hear, but he's also being real about it. You know, I feel like a lot of our past GMs and, and coaches even, you know, even when they said things, you thought like, well, that's just the thing to say. Or that just, you know, they're just saying the, what they think everybody wants to hear the right thing. I feel like Dan Campbell, Dan freaking Campbell is just like, that's that's who he is. You know, he comes across so genuine and honest to me that I like that about him. I like the fact that he's not he's not out there playing politician or whatever. In my opinion, he's being straight up and honest and I feel like if he's like that with players as well where if you suck he, you suck and he's gonna tell you if if you're playing great he'll tell you if he needs to motivate you he might get up in your face he might pat you on the back you know I don't know what he's gonna do but I feel like whatever he does is honest real and open in that moment not pre-contrived or thought about or you know doing things behind people's back or not being honest both in the locker room and in the media I think what you see is what you get with Dan Campbell and, and that's what I like most about him now let me throw this to you um is it gonna work is he going to win? Uh, you know, is he going to be able to hang in there while this team sort of retools, rebuilds, whatever you want to call it, and tries to put a good product on the field? Or is everybody going to love him until they hit the field and the L's pile up and then everybody flips on him like has happened in the past with regimes? Oh, we love it. And then losses start coming and then everybody wants him out of town before he can even get his feet under him. What do you think? That's the thing, Derek. <laughs> when you're winning, you're everybody's favorite son. Now, sometimes I'm just hoping he does not change before he get corporatized. What I mean by him becoming corporatized, you know, a lot of people who are ex-players, <laughs> they do whatever they can to keep a job. Sometimes, you know, you got to tell your boss, you know, that kid sucks. You know, you, you, I understand you drafted him. You know what I mean? But he's not the player that we need. This kid really stinks. You know, I mean, sometimes that's what you have to do. You know, I don't care how much you try to motivate a young man. I don't care how much you try to put him in different schemes. I don't care how much you try to have private talks with them. Sometimes a great college player, player does not transition into even an average NFL player. And sometimes you have to, you know, cut your losses and move on. You know, I, I, I tell people that all the time. So let's not get, too uh, overly drastic 
about loving, you know what I mean, our, our new head coach. I love him. I just don't want him to change. Please, Mr. Campbell, if you're listening, do not change. Bring that same energy every single week. If a guy's not willing to take a bite out of his kneecap and if he gets back up, take a bite out, get somebody who's willing to do that. That's what this organization needs for so long. There's been, well, I really don't want to call a player out. Dude, you sucked. Okay? That's the bottom line. Let, let me jump in here. Have they or have you had discussions yet of coming on as the enforcer of the Detroit Lions, them giving you a contract and you being that uh, guy that's willing to get up and just tell people uh, what's real and get in their face? Has that happened yet? Well, there, that's why I told you. I'm, I'm not corporatized, so I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> Me and you could talk on this show all day long. That's why they ain't, they, they ain't going to get – the great Charlie Sanders said it best to me. Like I, I told you, I have called over to the, the Lions to be an area scout years ago. Years ago, Derek. Okay? Now, I mean, even with guys who I played with, who had moved up to the director of player personnel, there was nobody hire him in any organization than him. He would not give me a job. Here's why he said and that's why I, I love Charlie Sanders to the day he died. Charlie said, Benny, um, they can't have nobody in there telling them that they're wrong. Sometimes you need somebody to tell you you're wrong. Everybody can't be corporatized and sitting there and say, well, man, I need my job, man. I ain't going to tell him <laughs> he wrong. No, dude, you wrong. That dude can't play. Why are we drafting him and he can't play? I don't understand that. <laughs> See, oh my goodness. A lot of times in in winning organizations, think about it. Who was the uh, uh the Dallas Cowboys biggest downfall? Jerry Jones. Everybody has gone there and everybody's scared to tell Jerry, Jerry, they, they, he can't play. <laughs> but Jerry well, wants him, so Jerry gets him. Well, I mean, we've been so down So if you can get me before. on there with the Lions, please call over there and get me on. I'm not going to change. <laughs> <laughs> That's one well, thing about me. I ain't going to change. Job <laughs> or no job, I'm going to say how This is how I feel about it. <laughs> And that's why we're glad and, and, and fired up that you're on the show every week, Mr. Blades. But here's a couple things. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get you hired as the enforcer. So what, what I want, I don't want you watching tape. I don't want you scouting. I don't want you to. I want you um, being that person that can go give people the bad news. I want you to to be in the, in, the, in people's faces when they need it. You know, I, I need a, a good locker room speech from you to get people fired up. That That's what the enforcer role is, and that's what I want, you know. They may not have given you the area scout because, I don't know, I had to take you to school a few weeks here on the show in regards to draft, players, you know. So I, I might be more suited for that role, Mr. Boyds. I'm just saying, you know, like that that might be more my thing. Like, oh, you, 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 I can't be the enforcer, but 
but I don't think you could uh, do the players based on some of your takes here on the show. I'm just saying. Like, I know you, everybody that you've talked about is either from South Florida or somebody you coached or your cousin of yours or somebody that you know. But, I, I mean, that might be why you, you're not in the play. I'm just saying. Uh, it's just a guess. I don't know. Hey, Derek. <laughs> yes. Derek, if I had the time to put 16 <laughs> pieces of paper over my wall, okay, and have mm-hmm. You, you, do, do you do realize that every draft expert right now, there has been 12 <laughs> different mock drafts? Right. Oh, yeah. You, you got to do another gotta, trade. Oh, oh, let's do another mock draft. You, you got you to gotta do those mocks and get the practice, Ben. You got to put in the work. I mean, you're, you're the player on the field that put in that practice time so you could be a pro bowler. What do you think I'm doing here when I'm doing my research and, and, and schooling you on the show? I'm putting in that work so I can, I can be good. And, and everybody listening, don't think I let that comment go over my head about Mr. Blades having pictures of himself all over the wall. Like, I mean, <laughs> that that's going to be something we're going to have to talk about on another show because I may have draft content on my walls, but I don't got one picture of myself up here. I'm just saying <laughs> You know, uh, but no, no, uh, look, 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 look. I am re- I, I'm really going to take a picture. <laughs> They're not pictures of me, please, because anybody that ever walks in to my house, there's <laughs> the only trophy that's even in remotely. I had to take it out of the garage that's in <laughs> my living room is my Jim Thorpe trophy. Okay, yeah. now. There is pictures of the University of Miami everywhere on the wall. <laughs> that, that, that's a shocker. That's that's just a surprise here on the show that that would be the case. That's I mean, I'm I can't trying, believe that's what it. I'm trying to tell you. Okay, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, if if it's if it's not a Lions emblem, a University of Miami emblem, uh, uh-uh. uh, it can't go up on the wall. I don't even have. When I say pictures of me, that represents me. <laughs> okay. So, I, I thought you had like handmade portraits of yourself with no gonna, shirt on. Derek, I ain't going to change. <laughs> 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 I thought you just had like you riding a horse like uh, painted up on your main wall. That's what you had up in, in your in your studio, as no. you call it. I, I do like too in your studio when you start banging on the table. That that's another thing I like here on the show when you just start hammering the table like you're in uh, in, in front of somebody about ready to give them some bad news. That's that's awesome. <laughs> All right, Mr. Blaze, we got more football to talk about. Like, let's go ahead and end this show strong. But let's go ahead and get our final sponsor in here. Again, the show keeps growing. Everybody loves us in the show, probably because Benny Blades on the show, and they love hearing your opinions. They love hearing you get fired up. Just a great show overall. But let's get our third sponsor in here and come back and talk some draft and talk about expectations for the Lions. So everybody, we'll take a quick pause. We'll be right back. What's going on, Believe in Lions listeners? This is your host, Derek Okri, and this is normally where I introduce one of our great sponsors. But today, I want to tell you about my other podcast, and that's called the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast, where I serve up that Detroit Kool-Aid twice a week, Wednesday mornings and Friday mornings, so you, the fans of the Lions, can drink it in. Drink it in, man. 
please check out that show. Please hit that subscribe button. Have a lot of fun on that show. Joke around, play more sound drops. Um, have guests on. I've got Logan Lamer and Deer from Sports Illustrated comes on. We have Joey from the Believe Podcast Network. He comes on, talks NFC North. I do solo shows. We're talking draft, fantasy football, Lions talk, in season, off season. It doesn't matter. Always serving up that Detroit Kool Aid. So please find it on your favorite podcast platform. Check it out. Hit that subscribe button and share it with a friend. The Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Check it out, everybody. Thank you so much. What's going on, everybody? We're back. Thank you so much for listening to our sponsors. That really helps out the show. Another thing that helps out is if you can go find it on your favorite podcast platform, hit that subscribe button, share it with a friend. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Music, all the different platforms. Go check us out, Believe in Lions. You can also find my other Detroit Lions show that I do twice a week. Just put in that work, Mr. Blade. Twice a week, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast drops on Wednesdays and Fridays, along with this show on Thursday morning. So we got you covered for Lions content. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I'm putting out podcasts and studying the draft. Albany's got his feet up at the beach down there in South Florida. You know, you know how it goes down. But uh, let's let's go ahead and dive into the draft. And and you've already you know told told us some of your sneaky picks. You know, you're, you're too busy to do any actual research. I did send you an article about HBCU uh, players. I, I, I doubt you read that or saw that, but I tried to help you out there. And, you know, you, you've you've thought you've schooled me. I, I've kind of told you it's about value. you got to play the board. You know, you're just drafting guys from the U and, and guys that run fast, jump high. I, I understand. But I, I want to ask you big picture about the draft. We've talked about Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell. We're getting like two weeks away, Benny, from when Brad Holmes will be making picks. You know, Dan Campbell will be in the room looking for players that fit what he's looking for. How do you see this going down? Again, big strokes. Like, do you think that – do you have a type of player that you think they're going to target? Do you have the pick at number seven figured out? Like, where are you at with this draft for the Lions? I am so baffled by this draft right now. That's why I told you before we uh, we aired – you got to put some you know, stuff on your walls. So you wouldn't be baffled. No, no. It, it, here's the thing. Every time. You got too many U posters up there. No, no. They're, seriously. Benny Every Blade's time portrait's I, up I on the wall. And I try to say, okay, look. <laughs> this team is going to pick this person. The, I, I ball the piece of paper up like, every <laughs> week. And I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Because it's absolutely nuts. I don't have the time, <laughs> nor energy to sit there. You know, I'm not. Look, this is absolutely nuts. You know, I, I all I know is right now that Lions had the seventh pick in the draft. Yeah, now, you're you're correct on that. Yes. If they decide, yeah. If they decide to stay there, in my opinion, you know, you, you pick. The, the best available pick at that time because we 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 as an organization we need so much you know we we've helped ourselves out a little bit as far as bringing in some speed at at the receiver position we brought in a couple of you know decent cornerbacks and so what what is the one thing that we need, we need a lot of things. And so for me, if we don't trade down and get as your 
phrase says value, then at, with the seventh pick, we pick the best available. I don't know. Right now, I don't know who's going to be the best available because Benny. there's so many rumors that are out there. <laughs> now the Jets are thinking about, I mean, look. No, the Jets The Jets aren't thinking about anything. I, my, Benny, my, brain, my brain hurts thinking <laughs> about other things than who's going to do what on freaking <laughs> draft day. I, I, I'm, I'm leaving that up to you, Derek. I ain't got time to be getting a headache thinking about <laughs> Who's going to do what before the Lions pick at number seven? All right. Well, that's the reason I'm the GM of the show. And let me help you out. You know, we, we know you got that notepad. We were crumpling up papers. I, I told you last week we have to get you set up on the computer there and get 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 you a little bit more data so you're not using an old uh, three-by-five card here when it comes to the draft. But let, let me help you, Benny. At number seven, there, there's a couple names you need to know. I'm going to tell you right now. The, the main name that's been trending and, and is really hits, interesting. Hits. Hits. <laughs> no, Hits we, is gonna be there, right? Nah, I oh. doesn't sound like it, but uh, I, he's still in my mix. We've talked about him. The the new name Benny is Penne Sewell, offensive tackle from Oregon. The kid's nineteen years old, three hundred and thirty six pounds. He's kind of like the top three player on the board, but lots of rumoring window is now that he's gonna get past the Bengals get past the Dolphins, and could be there for the Lions. So that's a new name to consider. Jamar Chase has been the receiver that everybody wants. Nobody knows or thinks he'll be there. Kyle Pitts is all the talk of the draft, but you know he may not be there, or re- will he be a player that these guys will select and have a plan for? I really don't know until they actually get to that point. But if I had to rank him now, Penny Sewell would actually be my first choice just to stir up that line, protect our quarterback, you know, be another piece to add and really give us that dominant O-line we've been looking for. If he's not there, Jamar Chase, my second option. Kyle Pitts is my third option. And then we start getting into like, you know, the other receivers, the other tackles up at the up at the top there. That's really the main options that I see. But I guess what I'm still confused about is kind of again you really don't have a good handle on where the Lions, you know, are they going to draft for for need and and spots? Are they going to try to just take a a good player and regardless of position in this draft at multiple picks? You know, I feel like you go walk out of this draft saying, wow, they didn't get this, they didn't get that. But it's all about getting really good talent at this point. So that's where I'm kind of at with the draft is I've got the names I like. I've got, I'm looking forward to it. I, I feel like the Lions are in a great spot to add to their team, but I couldn't tell you really the type of player or what how they're going to attack it when it comes to positions, all that. It's going to be a mystery, I think, until they really get rolling. Right, and that's the thing, the mystery of it all. Because I, I'm 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 gonna keep saying it until draft day is upon us. Right now, if we're not so as an organization on who's going to be your pick. Well, if this guy goes here and this guy goes there, look, why not trade down the board with somebody? Have that in, in, in the back of your mind. I can trade down right now and I still get value later on because I'm not really sold on that seventh pick, to me, that 
seven through 12 pick is that are those guys that people are like, well, it's the best available talent that's still on the board. You get what I'm saying? And so they say, well, I'm going to pick him even though I just gave – this is what you told me two weeks ago. We just gave a left tackle a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So why would we pick a tackle? You know what you told me? So <laughs> I understand the guy's upside, you know what I mean? And so the thing is, if we don't need this young man right now, why get him right now? Because it's about value and talent. It's not about need. There's you know what I mean? Much, this guy, we, 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 we got a revolving door on the right side. We got to get a player that can play the right if we got the left figured out. That's why. <laughs> well, I said that you, boy, you, you lit into me. You know what I mean? But that means he doesn't play. Look. <laughs> if we, if, if, if we pick. And I, I, I love when, when me and you debate back and forth because even if, let's just say hypothetically, your third choice falls to us. I had a debate just yesterday, Derek. Someone told me Kyle Pitts was not going to be a very good NFL player. And I just looked at him. I says, tell me why. This is well. He played in a system at Florida to where they threw him the ball all the time. I says, well, isn't that what you want? I says, you don't draft a guy who's a matchup nightmare and you're not going to throw him the ball. Who's going to do that? Okay, Kyle Pitts, you're not used to blocking anybody. I'm going to make you block 80% of the time. No, I'm not doing that. Right. Right. And no. so, to me, it, it, it's so crazy. And that's why I say this pick is going to be very, 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 very interesting. You know, that's why, you know, about a month back, that's why I told you, you said, oh, you're flip-flopping. No, if, if I'm not sold on a player at number seven, I'm, 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 bro, I'm working that phone line to try to move back four or five spaces because <laughs> I'm just not sold. Yeah. Yeah. We, we definitely got into us about that I, because like, know, it, you dude, know, trade, trade down is what? always the best option, but you got to have a partner. Also, it's not about being totally sold. It's a, I mean, I feel like the lions have at least four or five names that they're more than told on at pick number seven. So it, I think they have no worries that somebody's going to fall to them at seven, that they'll be more than happy with. They got a plan for, they like the player. They like the character. I think that's not an issue. Now when you move down, yeah, it becomes more of an issue because now you got 20 names you, you might not have 20 names that you love right there at the beginning of the draft. And so that makes it a little more troublesome for me. I love moving back because then then the value comes in. Then you're just sort of letting the board fall to you rather than taking a guy up top that you maybe could get a little bit later. But Mr. Blades, let me say this. Here's a couple other things I love about this show that always make me laugh. One is the like I told you, which you've dropped at least ten times on this show. My my other favorite is when you do the Benny Blades. Hmm, 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what that sound is you make when you're like trying to impersonate somebody that is not quite for sure about what they're trying to say. But I love that too. Uh, makes me laugh so much. But Ben, let's let's tie up this draft talk with this. If Kyle Pitts is there at seven, are you taking him? Yes. If. Yeah, see, see, I did not even hesitate, did I? <laughs> oh, that's the first time not you haven't. We one. haven't waffled here on the show. <laughs> if 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 not Penny one. Sewell is there and Kyle Pitts is there, who are you taking? Pitts. <laughs> if Jamar Chase and Kyle Pitts is there, who are you taking? <laughs> Pitts. All right, so everybody, Benny Blades is sold finally on a player. It's Kyle Pitts. Do you have any other secondary options that you would be okay with if they stay at seven, or is it Kyle Pitts or nobody at this point for you? No, it's not Kyle Pitts or nobody. You just gave me options. (laughs) None of which you like. If either or, I'm taking Pitts. (laughs) Now, if Pitts is gone, no, I... I told you why I'm not taking. <laughs> I understand, you know, he's the – I don't even think the left tackle is going to be there because, like I said, Cincinnati is touting this kid as the next great Anthony Munoz. See, you're too young to remember who Anthony Munoz is. But <laughs> if they can get this kid in Cincinnati to go along with Joe Burrow, they're taking that kid. See, I, I love how different we're on yeah. the show because I'm set on the Bengals getting Jamar Chase now. I feel like they're going to pair up Burrow and, and no. his college wide receiver and just wreck shop. That's what's going to happen at number five. And they're not going to take a tackle. They already got like three tackles that can somewhat play. You're not going to take another one when you could take. I mean, could you imagine they, those guys would roll out of bed throwing the football to, to each other and, and just that'd be incredible. They'd have so much firepower on the Cincinnati Bengals. So we 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 disagree and, uh, once again here on the show. Here's why I, I, I love for us to disagree, because. I ran into. Uh, probably about. Yeah, about three weeks ago. I'm just, it's a little small. I mean, I, I love when it's, I, Benny Blaze gets the same. <laughs> I ran into Neil Smith. Okay. And we were just reliving our 1988 draft. Uh, you know, people going back and forth. Well, should I take Neil Smith or should I take Benny Blaze? Of course, <laughs> Kansas City took Neil Smith. And me and Neil, we just sat there and laughed because he was two and I was three. Do you know we could not remember who the first pick in the draft was? He was such a bust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> I mean, thank, thank goodness the Lions took you, you and you became a beast. Ever... Right. You don't want to be that guy who gets picked in the first round and your career is shorter than when they talked about you. I mean, okay, so so Benny Blades, g- g- give me one name of somebody that'll go high. That's gonna not be good. No, Got I, one? I'm not gonna do that. Oh, geez, here no, we go. Corporatized no, Benny no. Blades. I can't can't have a hot take here on the show. He's corporatized. I don't even think that's a no, word, no. but that's made me laugh here on the show too. 
<laughs> oh, because I, look, a, I, I look, uh-uh, because I got a few of them that I, I don't think it's going <laughs> to. But you won't but say that, them on the show. That's just, my, that's just, that's just my opinion. And you, well, you no, know, I know nobody you knows just, your opinion because you, you won't say it. Argue with me on the way off the show, but Derek, I'm not doing it because, like I told you, I'm not sold on your quarterback. So, boom, there we go. Trey Lance, baby. Like uh, again, I think I was trying to say it earlier, but I'm just giving people things to look out for on the show. I'm giving you some funny Bennyisms to listen to. My other favorite one is when I say something he doesn't like, he just goes, "No." No, no. <laughs> like the Benny Blades no makes me laugh too. That's incredible. But Benny, like, I, I think, gosh, I don't know. I, I can't decide if the Lions are going to pick at seven or move down. But I think they're going to get a great player at seven. I think this is a draft where in the first three to four, five rounds, you're really going to see Brad Holmes do some work and bring in some good players. And I can't wait for it. I've been putting in work here at the DTO scouting office. I got a couple more weeks to tie up some loose ends. And then by that Thursday, I'll be ready to roll, too. I'll, I'll be I'll be in making the picks. Well, you got your feet up as well, working my butt off here, uh, trying to figure this whole thing out. But let's finish the show out with this, Benny. They've added some free agents. We've talked about the GM, the head coach. We've talked some draft. We've gotten some arguments. We've had some funny laughs. Right now, in mid-April, basically, what do you feel about the 2021 Lions? Are they better than expected? Are we going to be real disappointed when we get to the season again? Um, do you think they're going to add some blue chip guys, both in the draft and maybe a big trade or two? Where we're going to be like, wow, look at this team now. Like, where are you at with them now, and where do you think they'll be when we actually get to the season? Right now, mid-April, I think we're going to be as good as Jared Goff is. Okay. I, I just, that's, just, that's just my opinion. We're going to be as good as Jared Goff is because – in my my opinion, a great quarterback can make an average line and an average receiver seem extraordinary. Now, the only way you get away from that, if you got Superman that's in the backfield and he's running the ball for you. And I mean, we we got some pretty decent running backs, but right now we're only going to be as good as Jared Goff is going to, you know, be for us. Now we, we, we didn't bring in any superstar power at receiver thus far, but I, I think we got guys that can play the game and with coaching, they can be, the best that the Lions need because Jared, once again, Jared Goff is going to make a break our whole season. Now we can't play powder puff defense that we cannot do. And that's why I'm really hoping old 54 will be the enforcer over there <laughs> that he needs to be. Or if not, call over there, Derek, and tell him give me give me that job. I'll be there for 
Benny, we can't be any worse at defense than what we had to watch the past couple years. Second of all, I agree with hey, your Jared Goff that's point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree with your Jared Goff point. He, he's going to be a guy that is going to be an, a catalyst to how good or bad this team could be. Another great thing that the listeners need to check out when Benny Blades gives his great takes is the dramatic pause where Benny Blades waits like three seconds. And then he comes in, and then he comes in with a. Uh, what, what is it you say? You say ne- oh now you, you pause for effect, and you say now. <laughs> then you pause again, and then you drop your your, your opinion. I, I love that, especially too. That's classic. But um, let, let, let me give me a quick answer on this. Are we is is Jared Goff going to be less than equal to greater than? Number nine, Matt Stafford, over the last five years that we've seen from him. Is it going to be a big drop-off? Is it going to be close to the same? Or is it going to be possibly even a bit better in some areas? You know what? For me, I always tell people it's a, it's a very unfair comparison. It really is. <laughs> As a former player, I used to always tell people, I only got traded, well, not traded, let go. Once and I went over to Seattle, and I, I told him from day one, don't compare me to anybody else. I don't care who you had before. Don't compare me to anybody else, because when you move from organization to organization, what you bring is different than what left. It's totally different. That's why I said earlier we're only going to be as good as Jared Goff. Good, bad, or indifferent, whatever Matthew Stafford did for us, that's what he did. But this 2021-22 Detroit Lions team is only going to go as far as Jared Goff takes it as a team. Interesting. Well, because that sounds- you can bring in – I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean that, that's – as a player, You, I mean, I, I tell people that as, as – so unfair. That's so unfair. And I won't do it. Because let's put it this way. How many years have we been trying to replace number 20? Long time. It'll never happen. You cannot ever bring in a kid. That's so unfair to say, well, when Barry was here, dude, don't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let that person mature into the person he's going to be. I I just told somebody the other day, you know what I mean? It's a blade. You could have never played in today's game. I know. Because last night, Teddy Bridgewater, he was sitting there talking. Me and we were conversating, right? And he just said, Mr. Blades, I think this guy right here will run you over. I said, Teddy, the game ain't the same. <laughs> Bro, I would have put a circle around his neck so hard, he'd have be like, dude, you can't do that. I said, yeah, you're right. And then this is the quarterback. He said, today's game is soft. They can't hit like that anymore. And when you tell a quarterback telling you that the game, today's game is soft, man, that's pretty sad. <laughs> Oh because my goodness! Yeah, I, I just, I, I just, I, 
it, that's just my how I feel about it. I'm very passionate about it. I tell people all the time, don't compare player to player. Everybody brings their own strengths and weaknesses. Okay? So I, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Jared <laughs> okay. Goff is his team. Okay. okay. Well, well, first team, of all, and you better believe I'm 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 gonna be riding his butt like I did Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna be on your bandwagon until it's time <laughs> for me to say, you know what, you 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 haven't done enough. <laughs> you right. haven't done enough. <laughs> all right. Can I jump in now, Mr. Blades, or you want to you want to keep random raving? You can jump in anytime you want to. I've been trying to for twenty minutes, but I can't get a word in edgewise with you. First of all, first of all, that that's a Benny Blades non-answer in my opinion, because I asked you, you know, is he going to be better, worse, or the same? You didn't answer. Second of all, I, it's my job to ask unfair questions on the show. That's kind of what I do, try to box you in. Th- third of all, you've been name dropping all show. What Neil Smith, Teddy Bridge? I mean. It, it must be great to be Benny Blaze down in the 305 down there, just hanging out with everybody, just doing your doing your thing. So you, you've got many of those, and you've dropped the U a million times. Benny, I, I'll be the one, again, I guess i got to be the one that brings the strong takes and opinions. I, I'm here to tell you right now, based on what I've heard from Jared Goff and why I think this coaching staff believes in him, I don't feel like you're going to see this major drop-off. I feel like it's going to be very similar to what number nine brought to this team. I think he's going to sling it around. He's going to make some turnovers. I, I saw a stat the other day that Matt Stafford actually has more turnovers on average you know, over the last handful of years than Jared Goff does. So I think you're going to see some of those bonehead mistakes, but you're also going to see some really nice plays from him. And I think if, like I said, the defense can't be any worse. So if Jared Goff is equal to or slightly better in controlling certain parts of the game and, I don't know, winning the big football games... I don't know that we're going to miss number nine as much as people think we are. And I'm wishing the guy all the well out there in L.A. with the Rams. But there's the hot take is I think that Jared Goff's going to be equal to or maybe even better than Matt Stafford the past couple of years when it comes to winning ball games, making some dynamic plays and maybe not turning the football over as much in crucial situations or when the lights are brightest. So there you go. There's an answer on the show. That's that's called like. Asking a question and then giving a strong take, Benny Blades, rather than waffling and saying, huh, I'm not going to answer that. That's unfair. Uh, I no, mean, that's no, how you no, do it here on the show. No. <laughs> that's just like saying, okay, Derek Oakery, are you going to be as good as Howard Cosell? <laughs> Heck, you know, Howard Cosell brought something different than what, Jerry, what Derek Oakery is going to bring. Really? I thought you were going to compare me to strong opinions about what you do. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> one former player to a current player. I'm not saying one's going to be better, one's going to be worse. <laughs> they all have different strengths and weaknesses. I you just said you just said earlier in the show that you'll tell it how it is. You'll say what it is. Now you don't want to say anything. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Look, <laughs> I'm gonna tell a player how it is. If you suck, you suck. We're talking about Jared Goff. He's a player. You didn't give anything. You you said you weren't going to comment. So I had to. And and hold up. And, and he's what? I told you this team <laughs> is going to go as far as what? Jared Goff takes us. Right. So he will be better than Matt Stafford, in your opinion. Hold up. Oh, wait, wait. Derek, remember? You're the one who used to give me all the heck in the world. Okay, Benny. <laughs> 
let Matthew Stafford go. Oh, let him go. Let... I love Matthew Stafford to the end. <laughs> that was a fault of mine. I love him to the end. <laughs> you okay? still love him. You still love him now, too much because you won't have a strong opinion now right. that he's not in Honolulu Blue. Look, listen, it doesn't matter if 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 a kid is a is an okay player. See, I'm just an old school football guy. Hurt, not hurt, COVID, non-COVID. You know, the guy went out every week and he played. That's why he won my heart, okay? He went out and he played. Now, for those guys that come into my beloved Honolulu Blue and Silver, and like I told you, they got a hamstring that's nagging them for freaking two years. I don't like that guy anymore. I, don't, I just don't. I don't care who he is. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. That's just well, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know what to say anymore. That is you, Mr. Blades. Uh, gosh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, the Lions could jump up and surprise some people. They do need to still add to the roster. They do need to nail this draft. But I'm really hoping by the time football rolls around again, I mean, I end up ke- keeping my season tickets. I've got some friends I'm already going to be going to a few of the games with. And I'm hoping that we see a whole new vibe, a whole new football team. And a team, like I said on another show, I was kind of like, hey, if you're down in the two, three, four, five wins, that's going to be real bad. If you're in the five, six, seven, that's going to be I. If you're in the like seven, eight, maybe nine, that's going to get people real excited. So I'm hoping they're either in the I category or the all right, like we're real excited. Look at what they're building here type of thing. Uh, but if they're in that bottom rung, that's going to be bad for nobody wants to see more really bad losing football here. We want to turn that corner. And in the off season right now, we can. That's on my other show, Detroit Kool-Aid. I serve it up so everybody can drink it in. I'm always optimistic. I'm always excited about the Lions football. And then the the losses stack up and the bad football stacks up and the injuries stack up and then it ends up biting me in the backside. So, Mr. Blades, I, I think they're going to be fun to watch. I think this going to be a much more fun football season than we talked about this past year. And I can't wait for it. Hello, I, I live for it. <laughs> I, I know you do for it. And I'm, I'm look. Every year, my prediction is going to be the same because I'm, I'm telling you, every year I said we're going to the playoffs. Every year, whether we're three and 13, we're four, it, it doesn't matter to me. I'm predicting us into the playoffs every single year. Now, that's why I take so much freaking flack. Here in South Florida, Blazer team sucks. It is what it is. That's my team, and I'm going to live and I'm going to dive with them. You know? But. You, you B-L-E-A-V, man, all day. We, uh, always. We, we, we're we not going to be able to re, reincarnate old number 20, whether it be. Billy Sims, Lim Barney, Barry Sanders. We can't reincarnate any of those guys, okay? So the thing is, we got to find a solution to get this team in the playoffs and on a consistent basis. Because I'm right there. in my opinion, they're, they're always going to be there. I, I, you want Derek 
I, I know you be trying to probe me in because you you you're you're a sports guy at heart, but me you you ain't gonna never bait me into talking bad about a player. No, now I if I see a player one on one, oh you better believe it. I'm like, oh I can't stand that guy, dude. You <laughs> suck. You know that, right? I don't even know how they drafted you. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 always me, interesting. Not just me. I'm not. I, ain't no use talking behind his back. I, I I'd rather tell you in your face, dude. You you're <laughs> terrible. Oh my gosh. Oh my! Always interesting. Uh, hearing Mr. Blades' thoughts on the Detroit Lions and everything else. So. I don't know. Like I say, it's it's interesting. This is, uh, you know, you, you skipped a week on me. Now I can't get a word in edgewise. We went over an hour plus here on the show. We got our great sponsors in. I think it's time to close up the show. Uh, Benny Blades, the one and only. I'm hoping the Lions can find another 36, another number 20, um, maybe another number 84 like Kyle Pitts in this draft and get this team rolling in the right direction. So I B-L-E-A-V, Benny. I know you do as well. All right, guys. See you next week. And what? Right. Take care, everybody. We'll catch you next week right here on Believe in Lions, presented by betonline.ag. Take care, everybody. We're out. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm going to darn well get respect, and I'm going to demand the respect from anyone else. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.